Good morning. As I try to figure out my my uh, YouTube, <laughs> I am in recovery. One day at a time on November 26th, the day after Thanksgiving. I had an interesting topic yesterday at the AA room yesterday. Medically needy for prescription drug known as morphine. I brought it up because I wanted to discuss it. Some agreed to take it, some agreed not to take it. And I asked a, a lawyer that was in there that was a, a recovering alcoholic, would my doctors get in trouble for prescribing me medical necessary treatment for pain relief medications that are, you know, addicting? And he said, no, it's medically necessary. And um, I, uh, I spoke to that gentleman after the meeting for a lengthy time. And uh, he suggested that if I do need it, to take it. But I told him I can't. I support my recovery 100% in pain, uh, in pain therapy. And um, not to take it, not to take them morphine or any other kind of pain medication that is narcotic. And uh, I am suffering severely with muscle spasms. And it's like, it's like a thousand needles going through my body, piercing me to the point where I'm going to have a, a stroke in the middle of the night. And it feels so pressured where I almost swallowed the reality of swallowing my tongue and uh, and going into a seizure. And I am fighting that situation very good in my recovery. And um, I got a lot of people supporting me. I even went back to the room where I thought I was not allowed to go back to the room. They welcomed me with open arms because I'm in recovery. And and I told them I'm sorry for the discord that was in there that took place. I actually made peace with a with a couple of ladies that I that I had um, problems with in the in the room, and we ended up talking throughout the entire evening, and I found it very peaceful. <laughs> And they know the criteria of my physical condition. And they know once you stop dialysis, there's no turning back. And I did not waive, waiver that decision. I made the decision three months ago to stop dialysis because I didn't want to go through the eight-hour treatment plan for four days a week, 32 hours a week. No way. Uh-uh. And especially I didn't want to wear that stupid freaking mask. And I wasn't going to either. And uh, I'm doing just fine. Considering the, the health issues that I am going through. And uh, I'm a tough person when it comes to that. I will not break down. I will not let my enemies kick my ass anymore. And they will not get through my shields 
and they will not penetrate my ship. And I will not lower my shields to destroy myself in the process. I will stay and fight in the neutral zone of my mental health. And I am kicking my, my ass in the reality of being well and not being in hell. And I have no spells in the reality of the continuum of my mental health as cue of the diseases of my mental illness. And I use Star Trek language as a result to benefit my realities. And I have a mentality of mental illness. And I'm okay with it. And I'm well. And I'm not a disease maniac like some people are. That want to control and dominate. And manipulate. And create havoc. And cause mayhem and, and uh, create death for other people <clears throat> and uh, I will fight with my last breath to stay stay alive for my beautiful wife Brenda <clears throat> again she was up last night holding me because of my vomiting and um it's it's a rough rough battle but I'm I'm winning and I'm not going to allow anyone to kick me to the curb and kick my ass anymore you want to fight me come and confront me don't use social media to hide behind your your uh, vindictive personality come and face me I'm not afraid to face anyone even in my hospice situation. <clears throat> and as I spoke to my nurse this morning, I told her I made peace with our Father in Heaven. And when the time comes, I'm okay to go. I just want to make sure my wife is fine before I leave this earth. Because she's the one that matters to me on this earth. And my family. And it is what it is. One day at a time. One day at a time. Like in that in that TV show. Which I was watching last night, by the way. Mackenzie Phillips and Valerie Bertinelli. I had a crush on Valerie Bertinelli. She's still, she's still a hottie. She, I believe she was married to Eddie Van Hanlon. I believe. Yeah, so... And, um, I see her on Twitter sometimes, and, and she, uh, did a video about herself claiming about the ugliness, and I, and I sent her a message and said, don't ever condemn yourself, you're a beautiful woman. I told her that. And just because people make ill of you, ignore it. I do. I try to now. In my youth, I was ashamed of who I was, a mental health person, not being treated with my mental illness, bringing havoc to the world and my community, doing crazy things with my mental illness, regretting each moment that I took on a situation, 
Some of them I lost, some of them I won. And the reality is I'm still here. I'm not dead yet. I'm here for a reason. Until the season is over. And I'll continue to walk in that season. Until the season finale of my mental health is over. And I plan to do just that. In all my situations, I will prevail and not fail. And no matter what the outcome is in the future for my situations, I'm okay with it. I made peace with my Father in Heaven. Oh, I fought with Him. Why do I got to go through these ordeals, these situations? Why do I got to carry that cross when it's not even my cross to carry? But I'll carry it. I'll pick it up and carry it across the road for, for my Father in Heaven. Just to prove my point that my enemies will always be my footstool while I'm on this earth. And I will prevail and not fail. I'm tired of being beat up. My wife is tired of being beat up along with me. And she stands at my side. And I love her so very much for what she's done for me. She could have not had me stay with her in her parents' house. I could have been in an ALF again, assistant living facility. I would have died in there, and I almost did die in one, where they over-medicated me. They put me on extreme strong medications to the point where I was so drugged up, I couldn't even walk right. I couldn't even drive in one of those riding carts that you do in the store. I have... Friends that will testify to that on how, how, how doped up I was on medication. Because I was placed in an ALF and in the hospital because I lost my parents' condo due to theft. That's right, theft. Yep. And God's going to give it all back to me. Everything that was stolen from me. Yep, he told me so. Through prayer, he told me through the power of prayer. He told me through the power of reality of my mental health status. Because I am strong-willed and I will prevail. And I thank God for my doctors. I thank God for my nurses. And especially those nurses that, that you call at 2 in the morning that you need help. And they're... They're right there in two seconds. And my wife doesn't have to get up at night anymore. And um, I have one coming over in about, oh, about an hour from now to help me get myself ready for today. I plan to go shopping with my beautiful wife. <clears throat> I want to go to the health food stores and buy health food stuff. I want to start... Start more work on my body. I have to get something for my electrolytes. Because I believe that's what's helping me create these cramps. By not having enough electrolytes in my body. Or they're not connecting from my head to my toes. And uh, all I want to do is live a normal life. With my mental health disease. And I am so grateful that all you wonderful people want to know me. Why do you want to know somebody like me? Why? 
because I survived mental illness with my beautiful wife, where I would have been living a probably a gay lifestyle if I never would have been with my wife. Because I was sexually abused and tormented and beat up, and I, I hid my sexuality for years because I was traumatized by the reality of being labeled as a homosexual or bisexual. I was cursed into this affliction. I was raped. And my wife sits there and hugs me. And I have so much feelings towards my wife. And sometimes I didn't because I became cold in the reality of sexuality. I became very cold. And sexuality was a disease to me. It was an affliction that I didn't want either. Another affliction. And I drank over it. And I drank and I drank and I drank myself to oblivion. I would go in and buy pitchers of beer over at the, at the beer barn in Davie. And that beer barn is gone now. It's an empty lot. I drove by there the other day and it's an empty lot. What do you think about that? I had a spiritual awakening when I saw that empty lot and no bar. Oh my God. And I'm still here in my recovery and the bar is gone. What do you think about that? Mm -hmm. Google Beer Barn and Davy. You'll see an empty lot. Guaranteed. And um, I don't live a sheltered life. And I don't control my wife. If I was to control my wife, she'd beat the crap out of me. And boy, she can fight too. She kicks ass. My little woman kicks ass. She puts me down and under sometimes. Oh, yes, she does. She's sound asleep right now. And uh, I, I put her through unnecessary grief at times with my stupid mental health. I wish I was a better person at times, but my, my cross I carry daily with mental illness. It is a disease. And um, at least when I die, I won't die alone. And when I die in my wife's arms and I look at her into the eyes of my wife's eyes, I'll say, I love you more than gold. You have been my friend, my companion, my lover. The wonderful world of Rod Ziegler's lifestyle and turned him inside out into a better human being with your love. And I said, I'm going to be with Christ and I want you to love life after I'm gone. And I told her, and I told her to tell the world about me good and bad on all fronts. I said, if you're only going to tell me about the good stuff about me, then my story's not worth telling. And that's why I hooked her up with my friend Manu Intram from Star Trek Voyager. Because I want him to help me do my story on mental health. And have him help me write my book after I'm gone and use my writings on social media to, to, to vent out my mental health status as a humanist and a mentalist. And um, when he has time to do so. And I want to thank Kim Roddenberry 
for the wonderful interview she gave me with Brent Spiner. I'll never forget that. Oh, my goodness. And then my interview with Nichelle Nichols, my beautiful communications officer from from the Enterprise. And then there's my beautiful friend and hero, George Takei, helmsman of the Enterprise, Sulu. And then William Shatner, who boldly gone where no man has gone before at age 90 and went up into space. Oh, my God. He created a, a format for people of all ages to travel to the stars. Hopefully I can take my ashes up there and shoot them off in space like Scotty did his. And um, I, I am so grateful for the Star Trek people of this universe because they gave me my humanity and my dignity and my spirituality and humanity. To boldly go where no Ron Ziegler has gone before. And to boldly go where no manic depressive has gone before with his mental health status. And I thank you for the reality of my reality of mental health status. To be well and not in hell and have no spells. And to all the people out there that are my friends, my actors and actresses. And my beautiful friend... uh Michael Landon's wife, Cindy Landon, beautiful lady to know. I wish I could get to know her more through through advocacy for people with disabilities. And my friend, my beautiful friend Loretta Swit on Twitter and Alan Alda on Twitter. So many beautiful people that that are my heroes that that are following me. I am honored. You know, that's an honor. It's a blessing. I don't deserve this. I'm not that worthy. I'm a filthy rag. I know. I got to quit saying it, Kim. I'm sorry. But it is what it is. I am that rag. And and don't deny me of my mental health status because that's who I am. I'm not afraid to say who I am anymore. I know what I am. I'm a mentalist with with human frailties. I walk that line every day. And to all the people in Star Trek, great and small. And then my friend uh, Garrett Wine con- contacted me after I wrote him and told him, thank you for Star Trek Voyager. And it was funny how I met him. I ran into him at the elevator. And I think I, I remember, I, I think I knocked him down. <laughs> and I met um, Robert Duncan McNeil. Uh, he liked my big autograph picture of my handprint, and uh, I give artwork to the stars. And Bob Picardo liked my artwork. Uh, he was a wonderful guy. He says, Ron, tell people I'm nice, okay? I said, why? You are nice. You're my hero. And, and you guys are my heroes. And I am flabbergasted that you want to know me. Uh, it's It's... It's always been my long life dream to travel with the universe of the stars. I would love to hang out with John Delancey and talk to him about Q. Uh, I have some episodes I would like to dish out about Q if I'm given that opportunity. And I hope I talk to Brent Spiner again because he is so nice to talk to and wonderful human being to know. 
And whatever frailties you're going through in life, anyone, don't give up. Don't give up in your recovery. Don't give up in your in your fight for life. Life is too short. And if you're in situations like I'm going through, give it over to the care of God as you understand him because there is a God that loves you. And he's in the continuum of cues of understanding the realities of your mental health status and the continuum of mental health. There go I. For the grace of God, there go I. Through Christ. Please don't be offended because Christ loves all, regardless of who you are. I don't care what anyone else says. Christ loves all his children, great and small. I know, because he loves me. And he even loves my enemies. Yep. Yep. And the reality of forgiveness is, is there. But it's not ready for me yet. But when it comes, I'm ready for it. So thank you all, my diverse captive audience. One day at a time, like in that TV show. And thank you, Valerie Bertinelli, for Touched by an Angel. You were great. I loved your character in there. And um, Roma Downey, too. And my late friend, Della Reese, who called my mom and thanked her for the artwork. <clears throat> and... Uh, what a wonderful, wonderful life I have to know such beautiful people in my life, in my life, especially my wife. Thank you very, very much for being my diverse captive audience in the world of social media. God bless you all. I hope you all had a good Thanksgiving. Bye now.